I'm here because I can't live with what I know anymore. Listen, this may sound a little bit crazy, but I know who the Godchan killer is. Wake up, I've got something to tell you. Dad, what's wrong? There are demons among us. The angel told me that God would be sending weapons. Maybe you just dreamed it. Maybe you're not right in the head. God will be sending a list of the first seven demons. These are people's names. And they'll look like people. They're not. Dad made up this whole thing. Do you understand? Well, if it has to be done, it has to be done. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on Nerds from the Crypt, Episode 3. We are apologizing for the brief, uh, what's it called, a vacation that we took before this episode came out. But we wanted to go ahead and get right back into you. And today we'll be discussing 2001's Frailty, starring Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? Hey, we're back. We're after a couple of months. <laughs> Yeah, well, we sort of had a break and did nothing really this summer, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we do have a new uh, a guest host for now, unless she accepts later on, to come be co- keep coming back. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. Thanks. Uh, hey, this is Shell, and I'm really happy to be here with Saul and Nick and... Uh, I'm a movie buff, and especially horror movies, and um, this happens to be one of my favorites, but uh, I'm definitely a nerd, and I'm definitely from a crypt somewhere. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, when did you start your love for the horror movies? Actually, I started watching horror movies when I was like nine years old. I started with reading uh, Stephen King at a very young age and moved on into just all kinds of scary books and then i grew up during the era of friday the 13th and all of that and um just kind of got obsessed with all of the slasher movies and uh halloween and nightmare on elm street and all those movies and um just kind of took a love for it adrenaline rush that's that's really funny because that's basically mine and saul's origins as well you know yeah start off early yeah start off early stephen king um mostly um my mom was a big fan so she already had a few books and then i uh, found out that at the library they'd allow me to you know just take out those books when i was nine or ten years old so i read like a lot of those like really old horror stories like i read the original um um what's it called dracula oh yeah um, frankenstein and, and yeah, that's sort of how I got into it as well. Just like you. Yeah. Which, by the way, we we might be getting a. Oh, we're not. We, it is actually something that's happening. Is a movie cinematic, a cinematic. Uh, what's it called? Universe of the old old uh, monsters. Hopefully, it's good. But I'm not gonna give my, um, you know, give my hopes up or, or anything like that. So uh, that's gonna be one of those um, event movies. That's gonna be like. You know the Avengers, but with Frankenstein and stuff. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, don't get your hopes <clears throat> of for it being a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. It's gonna, probably gonna be more in the line of the Mummy with Brandon Fraser. Uh, although I did like the the first two. <laughs> I love two. those movies. They're so yeah. cheesy, but yeah, I love me them. Too. But um. Yeah, cheesy good. But they're not they're not a horror. They're more. Um, they're adventure adventure movies. Yeah. No, like especially the first two because mm-hmm. uh, the third one's horrible 
Yeah. <laughs> but the first two were really good. And, um, yeah, I, I love them. Yeah, I love them too. Um, and hopefully we'll get a better better version, not a crappier version that's coming. Um, but we'll see. So, uh, yeah, let's get let's get on with uh, the actual review of this week's uh, movie or this uh, episode's movie. Like I said, we're we're looking over look, looking into 2001 Frailty. It is directed and is actually his first movie he ever directed by Bill Paxton and um, co-starring Matthew McConaughey. So um, I'm just going right, to go ahead and right, right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said all right, all right, all right. That's what. <laughs> I was saying that in my head, Nick. That's hilarious. <laughs> and I don't he actually, really have that barrier, so it just comes out. He actually. Uh, yeah, I know. He actually lives about an hour, an hour and a half from from where I live. Oh shoot! I'm definitely coming with my husband out there then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. So um, I wanted to just read a little um, plot summary from IMBD. Um, I'd say that backwards. IMDb. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's just one of these uh, one of these plot summaries that one of the I guess users wrote out, and it's just real short here. It's uh, a man confesses to an FBI agent his family's story of how his religious fanatic father's visions led to a series of murders to destroy supposed demons. So I remember seeing the 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 trailer for this movie. And actually, my brother is the one that pointed it out to me because he knows how much I love Stephen King. And it had the word Stephen King in the trailer. Um, so he thought it was actually written by him, but ended up being that like he was actually giving the thumbs up to the movie. Um, yes. And I I remember seeing the trailer. I'm like, oh, I got to see that one. I have to see that one. Um, what? How, how did you hear about this movie? Because I've, I've, from what I've heard or what I've been able to realize is that not a lot of people know about this movie. No. Um, I heard it from you. You told me to watch this for the review. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to say, though, um, Stephen King endorsing the movie, it is a very Stephen King-ish story, mm-hmm. um, except for a couple of things. Um, I agree. Like, um, I don't know if you've ever read um, Lizzie's story, um, the Stephen King book, but it almost sort of has this the, the same kind of story, except it just takes it one step further, where the dad doesn't really have visions. He just sort of teleports into this alternate dimension full of monsters and things and scary forests. Oh, well, I have not read that read that one, but I've heard it's really good. It is, uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's dive into the movie itself. So uh, there's not a lot of characters in this movie that we get names for. Um, not e- even one of the main characters doesn't get a name, um, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about them as we go on. We start off with a uh, one of the characters named Fenton, and he is actually talking to an FBI agent saying that he knows who the God's Hand serial killer is because it is his brother. Um, The FBI agent does not really uh, believe him, so Fenton starts to go back and do a, you know, tell his story of how when he was was young, he lived with his brother and his father, and um, they lived pretty normal life. Uh, and this is where it's, like where I said, very Stephen King because of the uh, 
starting off older, going back to the to how it was back in the day. Um, so I do get what you're saying when it says it's very Stephen Kingish. Yeah, very flashback. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So um, any 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 uh, thing to talk about as far, in this little intro? No, I mean um, Powers Booth um, plays the the FBI agent. Um, he is um, at first like very hesitant to believe him because you know, guy comes in and says, "Yeah, my brother's this serial killer you guys been hunting down for ages," you know. Yeah, and out of nowhere. He's, he's like, yeah. He even says the line like, um, you know, crazy people walk in here all the time saying this and this guy is the killer. Um, but like, he's he's very sincere, um, which is you know, Matthew McConaughey is a brilliant actor, so he can pull it off, um, being just very sincere about you know trying to tell him this story, and that's why he believes him. I think. Yeah. Um. One thing I will say about this movie is it's one of those movies that you need to see more than once to gain every nuance of the movie. Um, every time I've seen it, I've picked up something different, even from the beginning. Yeah. I, I think I think that Powers Booth, you know, as um, detective or the FBI agent Doyle, I think he did like a really um, good job in the beginning of, of the movie. I mean, the acting is phenomenal with him and McConaughey. I think... Yeah. Yeah, you, the the play off of each other and not knowing what's coming as far as twists. Uh, the first time I saw it, it, it kind of blew my mind. But I have found something different in it each time. Yeah, so, and there is something that happens at the very beginning when they first meet that I don't want to bring up now because it's, nope, gonna, it's yep. going to uh, come back later. Yeah. And But we'll, we'll get into it. So uh, we, we get this kind of... Uh, I kind of say, say say it's like an idealistic um, family, even though their mother's not there. I believe she she died um, mm-hmm. a couple of years before, yeah. and but you know they're they're happy family. Um, Papa Meeks, Fenton, and Adam, um, who are, are the kids, and it, it, he even says it's kind of just your normal you know bring up. Uh, they're happy even though they don't have their mom. Their mom, their dad's doing a very good job at, at bringing them up when. All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, we we get uh, Papa Meeks, um, who is paid by Bill Paxton, and he just comes in all of a sudden and says that he's got a vision, um, and the vision itself is that that he and his sons have been chosen to destroy demons that are living on Earth for the end times, right? And only they. Uh, along with other people who've been granted this this power, will be able to actually uh, see the the demons for who they are, and they must destroy them. Uh, we are shown <laughs> how uh, uh, Papa Meeks gets these visions, and it looks very very doubtful that that what's what he's doing. Right? He's I believe it's a, what the trophy with the little angel on top. That he where he sees like a light shining on it, and then all of a sudden he's, he's right. like, "Oh, I got this vision." You're yeah. like, "Is is he crazy? Is he hearing voices?" Or yeah, because you you know the way they show it, you're thinking, "Is he is he hearing voices and he's thinking this?" You know, is he crazy? Is he schizophrenic? Like, what's going on? Because it doesn't make any sense when you're watching it. Like you said, the the light shining on the on the trophy, and he says he sees an angel. You know, it's just 
and it's it's a very human response normally like right for this family they probably just got over the tragedy that their mom was lost and a guy loses it and it thinks he's talking to god or talking to angels you know that's not just a story or a movie those things have happened in real life mm-hmm. many many times and so at first you're thinking you know this guy is just sort of you know internalizing all his pain and whatnot and just came to a breaking point and now he's talking to his kids about you know killing people uh, that are really demons and and the thing is that the way he says he's gonna do this is that he's gonna get names, a list of names, and the first time he brings out the name, the list of names, um, is is it Fenton is like, uh, Dad, these are names of people, and he's like, Oh yeah, 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 they're gonna look like people. Don't worry about that. But you know, they're really demons. And yeah. I mean, what <laughs> what are you supposed? Just think of it. Just growing up with, with all of a sudden hearing we're gonna kill demons that look like people. And um, we we are not even gonna know what's gonna why they're the, why we're sent to kill them until we actually have them. Um, my um, one of my favorite parts is before that is where um, he's um, like the vision tells him that he's gonna get three special weapons. Yes. And then like one day he's driving, and all of a sudden like the sun sort of breaks through a cloud into this barn and there's the axe that creeps me out yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i mean he he stole that axe right <laughs> yeah he <laughs> that's did. Just random. and a pair of gloves I'm, and, and that's the thing is like um he brings his kids th- these weapons and he's like god has given me these weapons and it is an axe and a pair of gloves and and fenton is like uh those are just it's just an axe and a pair of gloves so what, what right you know what the hell's wrong with you um, that made me, i'm fenton I, i'm like what is wrong yeah. with you dude I have a really small theory that I'm sure you guys will appreciate. Um, I think the real name of his dad is Otis. Yeah, because they named the weapon. The axe says Otis on it. It does, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's been a couple of people of, of um, speculations out there, and I've, I'm trying to remember what, what someone said Otis stand for, but it was, it was something that... Um, I'll have to look it up and and probably if if I can find it around here, um, I'll I'll bring it up again. But there there's there is a couple of of uh, theories as to what it means and and um, yeah uh, maybe Otis is the the a family or heirloom. Um, well, I think it's his name. Like he is name. going to get a weapon, and that weapon has his name on it. Like oh, okay. there's no more coincidence for him at that point. You know. Okay. Um, yeah, I could see that. So that's why I think that's why he just picked it up and went just completely with it. Now, did um, did the vision say he was going to get three three weapons or just a, uh, several weapons? No, it said three weapons and it's uh, two gloves and one axe. Oh, okay. I was taking. The, I was. I was looking at the gloves as one, uh, one weapon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. I That's thought maybe the other one was a pencil. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, what? The kids put one on each and then punch with it and do, like, <laughs> super punches? Is this going to be a really fun movie? But no. <laughs> I, I, um, I was thinking, like, the pencil or the pen he was writing with was going to be the other, <laughs> the other weapon. Um, so, yeah. Um, 
So we have two different ways of, of dealing with this. We have Adam, who pretty much right from the beginning starts believing what his dad's saying. And we got Fenton, who is not, is just like telling him, like, you know, your dad's crazy. Uh, and these kids, I, I don't think they're the best child actors, but they are, they, they actually play off uh, off each other pretty pretty well for me at least um as, as to, they sell, to sell really that did. they to sell that yeah, they're, they're actually brothers oh yeah that definitely um like the scene at the start where they're uh walking home from school yeah, yeah. um that's just a very believable so i mean i used to walk home uh from school with my little sister because we went to the same school and that was exactly it like just running talking shit and then going home yeah what i'll tell you what really struck me nick also on that when they're walking is um the the singing of the song you know they're the religious fanaticism like within their family and you can tell they're like super religious Mm -hmm. and the one brother singing you know i've got the joy 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 down in my heart and like he's just singing away (laughs) and then the other one and then fenton's just kind of like not really playing along. Um, he doesn't like the, thought, that type of. He doesn't really like that type of uh, of song. You can, yeah, you see the difference oh. in them. You can see one of them's like totally all in it. He's in it for the fanaticism, and the other one's just kind of. It kind of shows really him being fun? skeptical. Yes, yes. It is actually, yeah. It's and, fun. Yeah, um, that is actually a one deep rooted like uh, it's like an old deep rooted uh, children's. Um, song from kind of like uh, I don't even know what to compare it to, but yeah, it it's from like cr- Christian summer camps and stuff. Yeah, oh, and that's wow. what that's one thing that that because uh, I did um, couple it's a while back actually. I was looking up um scenes from the movie, like at, you know how mm-hmm. on YouTube sometimes I'll have some of these um stories of how they did so, some of these things, and I, right. I ended up actually coming across a um a video of a He's a, I forgot his name it was Christian something. He's a reviewer of, of pretty much Christian stuff, but he actually reviewed this movie, and he said he goes and he thought he was not gonna like it based on what he heard about it, but he actually did uh, didn't mind it, especially because it doesn't actually say that their religion is Christian. It just kind of it kind of just comes out implies to you and it. implies it, yep. but it doesn't actually say that that's what it is. So he goes, I I didn't really mind well. it so much. Right. The Archangel Michael shows up. Yeah, but yep. Archangel Archangel Michael is in, in a couple of uh, different religions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, well, true. Free. Catholicism and yeah, but so, I I I thought I thought it was really intriguing that it started off that way, like you said, with the relationship with the brother. We kind of see the difference in them right there. Like yeah. the second time I watched it, I noticed it really hard. I was like, you see the difference right there. And I'll I'll bring up another <laughs> another interaction a little bit here um, w- between them that I, I each time I see the movie I, I actually laugh bust out laughing because I just think it's it's real it's real and it's just really funny and I'll bring it up in a little bit here okay yeah um, no I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> okay so um, we see that. Fenton um, starts to think that uh, it's just a phase that his, their father goes through because, what, a couple of weeks pass by and nothing happens and he doesn't even 
um, come through with any type of list or anything. All of a sudden, his dad arrives and tells him, "I got a list." And this is where this is where Fenton is like, "These are names of people, Dad. What are you talking about?" And like, "No, no, no. Yeah, they're gonna be like people." And then he, and he explains to them how he got this list. And he's working at a uh, auto shop, and there's just like these sparks everywhere from people welding. And all of a sudden, the angel comes down, and it's it's within the the flames. So we we once again we're like, oh. Um, yeah, that's just you know he's seen things he's seen things in normal day uh, occurrences that normally like if we were to see it we wouldn't we wouldn't think anything else of it. Yeah, this is the one with Michael in it. This is yeah. the one he's uh, under a car or something. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like the bottom of the car sort of Flies like up. it zooms yeah. out, and it's the Sistine's Chapel. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. Michael comes down with a flaming sword, and that's it. That's all you see of it. But it's like his, like the reality sort of warps, and he sees like this figure. So yeah. So yeah. So uh, I mean, Fenton is like that's that's what that's what gave you the list, really. That's. <laughs> that's what I know, really. Um, so Fenton always the skeptic. Yeah. Yeah. Skeptic. So we um. We get his, we get uh, Papa Meeks coming all of a sudden with uh, the first demon that he's supposed to kill, and it's a, uh, it's a nurse I believe, or is she just dressed up as a nurse? Uh, I don't even know if she's dressed no, up I as think a nurse. She, I, mean, I, I believe, yeah, she. I think she works as a nurse, um, but she's, you know, he's obviously got her on the list as a demon, yeah. and that's her profession, but. You know, so yeah, when we, he we touches don't... her, you, then that's you're like, is he crazy or is she really a bad person? Yeah, because when he touches her, he kind of feels it. Kind of looks like he's really overselling it. He kind of yep. just like, uh, like I mean, like I mean, Bill Paxton has some over the top performances. I, I I think yeah, but uh, and this is one part of it, and I believe it's intentional. Um. But it it is uh, he kind of just touches her and kind of just like kind of like moans and groans and all of a sudden he kind of like oh my god like you stupid stupid lady <laughs> yeah he touches her and goes game over man game over yep <laughs> and so, I think the the fact that we see the the axe from the beginning when he finds it to the to him you know the first using it on his first so-called demon. Um, I think Bill Paxton even said that he wanted it to be labeled with a name because he wanted it later in the movie, you know, as it's picked up by someone else to be known that that was a family heirloom basically being passed down. Mm -hmm. Holy weapon, if you will. And so that was kind of Paxton's uh, description of Otis. But... Yeah, so it it it's kind of creepy when you go back and watch it, and you think where it came from, and then how they start to use it, and then where it ends up in the film. Uh, it's almost its own character. Oh yeah, definitely. So, um, is there in, is there another kill that happens before the next thing uh, where where Fenton goes to look for help? Actually, yeah, they yeah the old, the old man. man yeah. The old man. 
And yeah, then she... also, uh, he ha- he ends up having to dig that dig the pit, you know, before. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, what what happens is that they actually end up finding an, an older man, and Fenton actually ends up playing a kid who's lost his puppy underneath the car or something. And um, man comes to help, and Papa Meeks comes and kind of just takes him away. Which is very weird because that was out in the middle of the sun of daylight. Yeah. Well, he has. Um, he says like, um, God is gonna turn their eyes from us, or gonna shield um, mm-hmm. uh, us from their vision, or something. And that that really comes into play later in the movie, also, when you know, not just not with the spoiler okay. ending, but I'll, but it really comes into play later when he tells them that. You're thinking he's nuts, and then later in the movie you wonder, because it, you know if if there's cameras, if there's evidence, you know that this kid's thinking, you know Fenton's thinking, well they can see us, they can see us, and he's like, no, it, we're going to be protected. It doesn't matter. We're going to yeah. be protected. Yeah, and that's that's his whole thing about not even not even disguising himself or not even. I'm going and putting a mask on or anything, you know, just right. They're going to do it when they're going to do it. And that's it. Yeah. So they drag the guy, um, back to the thing and then they, um, he touches him again and they kill him. And horribly. Is, yeah. <laughs> so th- this is where, where Fenton starts to kind of, um, rebel against his father. And, um, he gets in trouble because he's not a believer, and he gets uh, the way by he the punishment comes around is that he has to build this or dig this hole on the ground, and he is um, he's out there for quite a while because he's he's not allowed to eat but just a uh, no wait am I am I um I getting ahead of myself. Yes, is I getting ahead? I'm getting ahead of myself. So he's building this this kind of root cellar that they're building, and and he goes, I know it's not going to be a root cellar, but that's what Dad called it. And this is where I'm talking uh, about. Dig this pit. What is it? Ten feet by ten feet. Yeah, something and like that. And ten feet deep. And ten so, feet um, deep. So uh, I I was reading about uh, Bill Paxton's, uh, you know, doing this scene here, and he's and he said that he actually they couldn't build that hole deep enough. Because it would collapse on itself, so it wasn't actually as deep as it looked, and he was actually on his knees when he was down there to make it look deeper hmm. than it really is. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, you'd have to fortify the walls because yeah. three deep will just collapse. It's just sand. So, um, so this is the part where I was telling you that, that we get another um, uh, interaction with the with the brothers, and I, I always bust out laughing. Is when uh, when um, Adam comes and tells him. Hey Fenton, uh, I have this. Uh, he brings him food or water. Or he or he wants to help him. I forgot what it is. He wants to help him out, and he's like, "Get away!" He's like, "I don't want your help." And he, I think he tells him twice, and then Adam takes off running. You butthole! <laughs> he just takes off running. And I'm like, I I can actually see that if uh if I were to do my brother, he would like, "Oh, you bastard!" He's oh yeah, that's typical brother stuff. <laughs> so I, yeah. that 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 little line always makes me laugh, no matter how many times I've seen that movie. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Um, anything you guys want to bring up on on the cellar part or anything like that? Um, well, basically, the only thing that 
you left out was that he is forced to dig it, um, but um, his dad will, like, not, um, you know, force him to dig it if he prays to God. Yes. It's like, you will find your faith, you will pray to God, or you will dig this pit. And then he's just, like, every time you hear him, like, I went back out there to dig. Still, I didn't pray. So you see, like, uh-huh. like this little, like, a few days, I think, even go by with him digging the pit. And every day it ends with, but I didn't pray to God. Yeah, uh, I, and I can, I can say if he is, is um, seeing all that his dad's doing and he's not believing him, why would he do what he's being asked, you know? So I, I think it's, it's being real rebellious. Uh, we'll see a little bit later on what happens. But, um, yeah, I, I can see. I, I think that added dialogue, I, but I didn't pray, um, is very telling and foreshadowing. It really it really was. Yep. I, I want to just touch something real quick. We were talking about the weapons. I didn't want to interrupt you. The gloves. And mm-hmm. then later, I don't know, later he gets a pipe. Um that he tells them that he's going to, that is to knock out the demons. Um, so he starts, he starts using that. Like if he can get that way, he can get him back to the shed or wherever he's going to kill them. But the glove, so the gloves are kind of one, um, one weapon. He said he was going to get three. He gets Otis, the ax, the gloves, and then the pipe. So, no, Yes, yeah, it, it takes me like three times watching it to pick up on that, but I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Well, <laughs> he did say the gloves were mostly just for his protection. Exactly. Yeah, because he touched them, he you know seizure up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's say, and because he wouldn't, he actually didn't even know if it, they were really, um, was it called demons in quotation marks? Um, because he was wearing the gloves, but it wasn't until he's already bounded and and in their cellar or in their house that he figures out, oh yeah, they're uh, I'm gonna touch him now, um, and he goes through all this little um, seizure kind of thing. Yeah, and and they never say how he got the. I don't. I mean, they never show him getting the pipe, but like they make a big deal out of the axe and the gloves with the light shining on them, but they never really come out and say he just shows up with the pipe, you know. You know so, what? Yeah. Like, now that you said that, you know, in my head, I'm thinking maybe a pipe hit him in the head when he was getting the list, and it was the the sword. Yeah, see, you don't, you, you never know with him. You never know with Dad. Right from the car. <laughs> yeah, it's the dude doesn't even dude doesn't even ever say his own name, so he's just yeah. <laughs> so um, Fenton eventually decides to tell the sheriff, and uh, sheriff doesn't believe him because I mean, who who is gonna be killing? Um, people, I think they, the sheriff knows the family, right? Um, yes. So he doesn't Small believe town. him. Yeah, he, he doesn't believe him. So he goes out to check, and of course, Bill Paxton's character, Papa Meeks, he's real like, uh, I don't know what he's talking about, you know. He's able to, he's able to, to, um, to fool him, but the sheriff, being being uh, thorough, he says, well, it doesn't hurt to go check the cellar, right? Um, so. I don't remember if there is somebody there or something is happening in the cellar, and he just the the sheriff doesn't see it. But when he's about to leave, he gets an axe to the to the chest, and 
Fenton gets in trouble because he goes, you made me kill a person. That was not a demon. You made me kill a person. Right. And we're supposed to destroy demons, not people. Um, and I believe this is where he punishes them by, by locking them in, in the cellar, right? Yeah, he locks and, him in there, and he locked him in for like a week. But he tells him he, when he comes when he came back to him, I think it'd been like seven days. He said, "There's no God." And after that, he kind of loses track of like how long he's been in there and everything. And um, I mean, he's obviously punishing him or trying to get him to see it his way. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually, but, yeah. he breaks down. It's it's this this kind of thing where where you get brainwashed. Where you're, or I don't know if he breaks down or he just starts saying it, but he just starts telling his dad, "I saw God, I saw God, I, I, I believe, I believe." Yeah. Um, at the end, and we, I kind of skip over something real quick. Is that during this time when they're killing people, they're actually burying the bodies in a rose garden, um, and this is a rose garden that they pass coming home from uh, from school. So. Um, they're starting to build their little grave there in that rose garden. Right. Yeah, right next door. The, um, he even says, like, his house used to be with, like, the groundskeeper of the rose garden lift. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Thurmond Rose Garden, but he, they they show it a lot, like, them walking through it and and all of that. So it, it becomes, like, sort of this dark place. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they're burying the bodies there. He even tells the sheriff, you know. Yeah. When he gets him, he's like, I can show you. You know, I can show you where these bodies are. Yeah. So now Fenton is telling his dad that he believes him. Um, his dad says, okay, well, that's a good thing, right? Uh, we get a, we get a story that Papa Meeks has been told that Fenton is a demon. And that he's not going to believe. And he's not going to... to um, destroy him because it's his son so that's why he was making him do the make the cellar and he locked him in the cellar so he can pray and make sure to try to save him so now in this in in papa mix's head he fenton is saved fenton is no longer going to be a a demon he's he's good now so we we see another body another person come in and he wants fenton to take the axe take otis in his hands and use it to kill the next, the next, the demon. And uh, we see Fenton look at the axe, and he's he's about to do it. And then right when he starts to to swing the axe, he turns it and hits his dad and kills his dad. Right in the chest. Right in the chest. Yeah. yeah. And um, he does the patricide. He's like, I'm <laughs> done. He's like, boom. That but is dead. as shocking uh, to me, that was a little bit a little bit shocking. I kind of saw it coming, but it was still shocking because it You're is. Right. Yeah. But on top of that, we get something else that comes right after that, with Fenton's like, we, um, we don't worry, we're, 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 we don't have to do this anymore, we're like that. And all of a sudden, we just see Adam pick up the axe and, I just kill the other, the, the guy that they had there. And he's like, what the hell? So we <laughs> get, so here we get the, we get the, um, the story that Adam says that he's been seeing the visions each time his dad touches the, the people. So um, Fenton had already been telling him, you know, that it's it's a lie, it's a lie, it's a lie. It's not true. 
And when he tells him he's been t- he's seeing the visions as Adam is um, as his dad is touching the people, Fenton just says to him you you're brainwashed you 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 want to follow dad I get it but you're brainwashed it's not true nothing nothing is real. Um, so anything about this scene you guys want to go delve into? Not specifically. I mean it it's very much as you explained it. Um, yeah, he just gets the visions at the same time as his dad touches it, and Fenton doesn't get them. That's the big sort of thing you have right. to take from it. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, I find you know Fent- Fenton ends up killing the dad, and the mother, the way she died, supposedly was giving birth to Adam. Mm-hmm. So they both killed their. Not- they both yeah and it's not like he killed her on on purpose but i'm just saying like if you look at any symbolism in it um it kind of stands out to me if i were reading it in a novel i would think okay so mom mom died giving birth to adam and then we have the dad killed by killed by fenton as you're going through the movie you're saying dad's killed by fenton so i mean i don't know i think there might be some symbolism there and also, I'm not sure, like, this, the setting is actually Texas. Um, I don't know if anybody, if you pick up on it, but, like, if you look closely when they go, when he goes to the police station, it, it is, it's got the, the seal or whatever. So, I, I didn't realize the first time I watched it where this was actually happening. Seal like the animal? Or just no, uh, like the um, the state seal for Texas, yeah. it has like the shape of the state, and and you can kind of you just have to kind of surmise it in your own head that that, that that's well, where it's taking place. Yeah, um, do they? I I don't remember. I don't. I I know it takes place in Texas. I just don't remember if that was something that I read or if it was something that actually was said in the movie. Um, they, well, they never said, I don't think. I don't think they actually ever said it. Well, there's uh, at the start, you see that it's in either Dallas or Houston, um, the FBI headquarters. Right, yes, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, right behind him is a big map of Texas. Yeah, that's what I meant by state. I meant the, the shape of the state, basically, yeah. So Yeah, like on a map. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, the first time I just, like, I totally disregarded where the setting was, and like, I, and I wondered. But then after I picked up on where mm-hmm. it was, some of the things made more sense in the movie. If that make if that makes sense to you, it just yeah, kind kind of like yeah, that's well, that's a way of thinking there. It's one of the little things that they put into the movie, especially in the beginning, where it doesn't you don't really understand why it's there or what's going on there, but it's meant to all kind of t- tie in together at the end. Um, so, um, for I, I like I said, this this scene here is awesome. I love it. It's very. Um, I I don't I, I don't know if I would classify this movie as much as a horror movie as more as much as like a suspense serial killer kind of movie, but there is a type of horror when it comes to having to kill your own family, um, and and then see your family kill. To me, uh, so. Um, there's not a for me there's not a very uh straight line or or what is it uh 
where the horror, you know, the horror part comes in. Uh, some people like to say that horror is a certain thing. I like to say horror is basically what you feel it should be, you know. Yeah. I think it's it's a general tension throughout the movie um, and just the ambiance of the movie. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call this a horror movie. Um, I'd say this is more a detective mystery kind of thing. The, the way that it is classified, it's an American psychological thriller. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think the horror in it is the fact that the dad, Daddy Meeks or whatever his name, <laughs> get gets this list, and the way they go about killing, you know, yeah. killing off the supposed demons. Um, I think that's where the element of horror comes in. Uh, how easily, you know, this is carried out. It, it's a serial killer thing, but also you're going down the list, and you know who's going to be seventh on that yeah. list of names. Yeah. And, and that, that kind of it's thriller and suspense and mi- definitely mystery, but the horror element, what to me was the acts and the way they were a family that was killing. Yeah. Or the horror could be how close it is to actual real life. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and the thing is that they did such a good job, at, like I said earlier in portraying the family as a unit that just to see all this happening with it within them and especially with one of them kind of see like and I said like seeing the horror of his father killing people his brother believing his father's um, madness and and then having to kill your own father and then seeing your brother kill someone else it, it's like it all to me that's where the, where the horror part comes in uh-huh. um, like I said everyone has their own different kind of definition of what belongs in horror and what, what belongs right. in something else but uh, at this point, the, the the story ends with uh, with the Adam telling telling him that he sees all this, and that, and you know, and we go back to the present with Matthew McConaughey's character uh, Fenton uh, talking to to the FBI agent, um, I believe it's Doyle, Agent Doyle, and he's kind of telling him, "Go so now, my brother continued to kill these people." Uh, in the same way that my father did, and uh, he basically is saying he never said anything because it's his brother. Um, but um, now that his brother has died, and he was going to go, he actually, and this is actually we see something we see. He's going to bury him in the same rose garden where all those bodies are that that um, he killed are. So he's taking the FBI agent to the rose garden to where they're going to bury, where he was going to bury his brother, so that he can find all these bodies. And um, we're getting closer to the revelation of of what's going, what's happening here, but we see something, um, and well, actually, no, before even that, before before that, uh, Adam, um, sorry, Fenton is talking to the 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 captain, and he slips and makes a mistake. Um, he actually says that, how does he say it? Do you, does do you all know? Remember how he says what he says that. He makes a mistake in the name. Uh, let me see. I don't know what you mean. Well, it's because remember when when they're kids, Fenton turns to Adam and says, "He goes, if you ever kill me, 
Um, I need you to promise me you're going to bury me here in the Rose Garden. Exactly. So now that Adam is dead and Fenton is saying, I'm going to bury my brother in the Rose Garden, the, the, the FBI agent turns, turns to him and says, wait, if you're going to bury him in the garden, that means – you're Adam, you know, and I don't think right. he, said, he doesn't say it, but we kind of we all kind of come to the conclusion that, right. that Matthew McConaughey was Adam all along, and yes. he's actually the the serial killer, and Fenton was um, the one that was dead in the beginning of the movie. Exactly. So and so that's like a huge flip and a huge turn in the movie because, I mean, you're not expecting it. Yeah, and this is you know this is I mean? where this is where. Um, Fen- uh, Adam, no, I'm getting confused now because I have to go back, <laughs> to, go back to the too. regular. But so, like he calls himself Fenton the whole time, but really yeah. it's Adam. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's because I, I, I was pretty sure it was because uh, he's telling the story that. Uh, um, so he he touches the the FBI agent, and we see this scene of the FBI agent agent killing his mother. Um, did they say why he kills his mother? Kind of just does it, right? He just did. He did, and he know he's. Basically, he knows he's a demon because yes. he's touched him. And you. this is when you start thinking, is there a supernatural aspect to this movie? Yeah, so I this mean, is... it doesn't really hit you to the end, but... <laughs> the, the um, what's it called? The twist of Matthew McConaughey being Adam and not Fenton is one twist. Right. But actually him touching him and seeing the... Um, FBI agents um, killing his mother. Yep. We now start we start getting an explanation that each time that Papa Meeks touched the people, we see a vision of what those people were doing. That first lady had killed killed somebody that was laying in bed with her. Yeah, I think she like cut their throat or something. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old man was a was a. Um, a I I'm not sure. If, I'm I don't know if they implied he was like a child a, molester, but he was a child killer. Pedophile, yeah. yeah. Pedophile killer, yeah. Yeah, and so we we end up seeing that uh, that it was true, everything that happened. And this is where I think there's some divisiveness here, and there's some um where people say one thing, another people on, about this movie is are we're we're now meant to believe that the the visions were true, the killings were were um were done because these people were evil or, or they were demons they and were that, justified that, yeah and we'll, we'll justified, put we'll, yeah and we'll put them in, in that word in quotation marks yeah and, definitely. and that adam is actually a killer who is going around killing bad people however there is also another side of this and you can always say that Adam is just as crazy as his dad and his brother because his brother turned out to be a, a his brother did turn out to be a serial killer uh, and he killed and, and was killed because he was, was a demon a, supposedly yeah. so now are we to believe that this is all supernatural or or or, or um, what's it called from a divine source his, this power he has whatever or are we to believe that they're all just crazy the whole family is crazy and they just took a different way to um, actually killing people. Um, so there's, I've, I've heard those two different different yep. uh, theories on on that ending. That's that's the huge question throughout the whole thing. Are they crazy, or is this really coming from 
a god or from an angel like do they really have a supernatural connection to know who's bad or are they all just crazy it's the biggest biggest thing and we're left i mean the way the movie plays it it seems to say that it is a something that was real in in at least Mm -hmm. in, in the adam and his dad's eyes that it is a something that they really did receive but I don't think we have to just take it in that certain, you know, in that exactly. way. We can all, exactly. we as 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 an audience can always take it. Um, well, well, is that really the case, or is this he just he just that he believes that what his father told him? There's like from a, one point of view, so yeah. you can't yeah. take it on, like on the. You, yeah, exactly, Nick. And like, there's so much foreshadowing, like with when he meets the uh, the FBI agent Doyle and he see the picture of the mothers on the desk and he asks mm-hmm. him about it there's a lot of foreshadowing that goes on throughout the whole movie but really instead of con- helping you confirm it it makes you question yeah you know? at the begin what i was saying at the beginning is he's looking at that picture and he has it in his hands and when the FBI agent goes to shake his hand instead of shaking his hand he gives him the picture so he won't yes. touch him because he's exactly. not supposed to touch him yeah. So, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's crazy. I think they're all crazy. <laughs> he thinks he's crazy. I'm a, I'm gonna you're gonna watch it again and you're gonna be like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I've seen it twice now. I know. I've I've yeah. seen it so many times then I go back and forth and back and forth. I see myself doing this. Uh I, I know both both theories and I kind of was the first time I saw it, I wasn't like, whoa, you know, he was he was right all along, whatever. The second time I watched it, I was like, wait, no. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, and then, but then, right now, actually, what I see myself doing is, I I, I actually end up at the end of the movie. Each time I see it, is depending on who I'm seeing it with, I feel like I get a different um, feeling of what it is, and uh, I'll let the person that I'm watching it with the first for the first time. I like I like showing this movie to people to to the people who have never watched it. And I like to um, kind of just see what they believe is is the case, and I don't I don't necessarily try to disprove them because I don't know, <laughs> and I believe that's what the fun of this movie is, and and I say fun in in quotation marks because it is a bad thing they're doing, but it's a movie, it's it's not um, necessarily real life, but I can see. Like when I was saying, telling you earlier about that that review that I had seen a couple of years ago, of um, this Christian Christian guy that was um, reviewing the movie. He's like, I bu- I thought I was gonna, not gonna like this because at the end it's kind of showing that there is a uh, quote, quote unquote righteous kill. Right. But um, but because he hadn't seen the movie, he was already having a preconception of what he was going to thought was he didn't think but after he saw the movie it, he kind of said that it was kind of kind of the same thing that i was saying and that um he doesn't know he, he can't figure it out if he's supposed to believe that it's a righteous kill or if it or if it is a uh, just a fragment of everyone's imagination and the family is just all screwed up even though we all believe that it was a you know normal american family that were that was living together Right. Yeah. I think at, at the point where they started killing, that's where they lost it for me. Like, there's no righteous killing that doesn't exist. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And that and that's the thing is, and like, there is no righteous killing. 
but we are seeing it at this point. We're seeing it from that particular character's point of view. And for him, for him, oh, it yeah. is a righteous kill. But for us, as as a um, you know, as as an audience, we we don't see it that way. Uh, I think for the most part, <laughs> um, right. And that that's another aspect that I believe why it, it is considered horror because uh, people like this do live, people like this are around us, and we never know exactly who. I have a list. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden you just hear, oh crap, and I mean, <laughs> we we never know why someone's going to do something and what causes something someone to do something and all of a sudden it can be your neighbor it can be someone you live with it can be somebody really close to you and i believe that is a horror uh, a part of this movie yep absolutely so um i'm gonna ask you for your thoughts on the movie in a total and I'm gonna ask Nick because I know Nick has a little bit of a. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm very interested to, to hear um, I didn't think it was the worst movie. Let's just start with that. Like the uh, acting, except in this movie is fine, uh, except for Bill Paxton because I don't really like him. Um, <laughs> he, he overacts everything. I don't think he is like in those kind of roles. He is just, you know, any good. Um, he could probably do a very good douchebag character in something. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, you know. Um, I think um, game over, man. He was producing <laughs> that. That. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was great. Um, the kids are amazing. Um, child actors are really hard to have, like decent child actors in the movie. So those kids were amazing. Um, Powers Booth always amazing. Guy just has a face like he should be on TV all the time. Yes. Um, I think the yeah the overall idea of the movie is pretty normal for like this type of movie. Um, I don't think the twist was that um, like amazing because as soon as um, what's his name little Adam mm-hmm. picked up the axe and went. Rawr! I knew that it was um, so-called Fenton in the thing that was really Adam. Mm-hmm. I just knew it because there was something off about him from the start. The way he talked, the way he acted, the way he sort of replied to some of the answers. You know what you said about the picture and kept asking about the picture. There was something off about old Fenton. Mm-hmm. Right. And... As soon as Adam picked up the axe, I knew it. I was like, bam, that's really him. And that's the guy who's been killing everyone. Mm -hmm. And the movie completely lost me. Like, where I went like, oh my god, this is the worst movie. Where he is all super happy in the end being the town sheriff. You know, happy ever after. I will say, though, I, I think the reason that was shown first, the FBI guy who comes to tell him about his brother, when he shakes his hand, he tells him he's a good man. It gives you the thought of, OK, he can he's touching him and he's saying he's not a demon, that he's a good man. So you're thinking, does he have this sight? Yeah, it's and, just quite yeah. thought provoking. And we also and something I left out is that 
when they were looking into what happened with the FBI agent, we get this um, videotape of him, of um, Adam being in the FBI headquarters, and the video just kind of just kind of starts getting staticky right around his face, oh, yeah. so you can't see it. So that's, that's a supernatural aspect. Of yeah, it. yeah, you're so, like, how did he do that? Plus, mm-hmm. the guy who met him couldn't remember his face or anything. He said yeah. he drew a blank. He said, "I saw him straight on. I I talked to him, but I can't remember what he looked like. I can't remember what he looked like. Yeah." Mm-hmm. And the the worst thing I have with this ending is like, it sort of says like, "Hey, um." There is such a thing as a, you know, rightful killings on a mission from God. Because there's been so many people who have actually mm-hmm. done this in real life. Like the son of Sam and, and you know, what is it? The Sunday morning slasher. Um, yes, I think that's the horror part to it to me is regardless of which angle you take, it's, it's yes, real killing. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's that's scary. what. That's the scary part. That's why I've always said that something more like like even um, like Hannibal Lecter, I think that's a little bit more scary than Freddy Krueger or, or or Jason or anything like that because right, it's a little right. bit more real as far as it's uh, just a regular person who is just crazy and just exactly. wants to kill people. Um, and he's got his own reasons and and all that, but um, the human aspect of of horror movies are a lot scarier than the supernatural aspects of, of a movie or, mm-hmm. or, or evil um, demonic creatures that come back. Oh, and they, and they dropped a lot of stuff in there. I don't know when he was, when um Adam was, well, he's spitting in the story, but when he was digging the hole, you know, in the backyard, they show his hands being bloody. And, and I know a lot of reading I've done about the movie that, people say was that a sign of stigmata so if you if you're thinking of that and you're thinking of different symbolism that they keep showing whether or not it's a supernatural thing or or not i think it's just it puts it in your head that they may have thought that that they may have been seeing them as signs and they're just crazy (laughs) there is blood right in the middle of his palm though yes yep so yeah, it it does very much look like like an I've had bloody hands from labor. Yeah. And I can tell you that's not where the blood will come from. I know, and I was like that is really weird. Are they are they trying to show it is that? Cuz then after I after I had read about it and then I went back and watched it, I was like, "Oh, oh weird." Cuz you know the way he's holding it and digging and and um there's a there's a few things. There's a like they use the name Curtis two times. I don't know if you picked that up. Like they call this little pet they had in the jar. It's a bug of some sort, maybe oh, a spider. Curtis. They call it, they called it Curtis. And then later at the police station, you hear the lady say, see you later, Curtis or bye Curtis. And it's like, why does this name Curtis keep coming up? And there's just little things that you don't pick up the first time you watch it that make you wonder later on, what is the meaning? You know, they definitely keep you keep you on your toes thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's secretly a ghost on the set, <laughs> right? Right. So, um, yeah, um, Nick told me he didn't like the movie. Um, so you told me you liked the movie. I liked the movie. Um, I did a a poll that not a lot of people replied to. I, I should have probably done this way when I first thought I was gonna right thought of this doing the review. Um, but we got thirty three votes. <laughs> Uh, That's good. 
33% loved it. 3%, which I'm thinking this is Nick, <laughs> say they hated it. Hated it, yeah. 18% people have never seen it. 45% of the people have never heard of it. Um, I, I think it's one of the most underrated movies as far as content. If you like these kind of movies, uh, definitely. It was up for a lot of like obscure awards and stuff, but yeah. nothing huge. It's probably a, a very successful indie movie. It is. Like yeah. Indie horror festivals, this well, thing will work. The budget, the budget of the movie was $11 million. The box office was 17.4. Wow. So yeah. it earned its money back and a, li- and a little That's bit more. A pretty high budget for this film. <laughs> well, like the Bill Paxton. <laughs> I think yeah. the Archangel scene was like at least two million of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at the it, FBI. Yeah. And McConaughey, McConaughey's most of the budget there, too. A lot of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, often even the bigger actors do these kinds of movies for, like, little to no money. Yeah. Uh, especially back then, or not, that's not that long ago. Yeah, McConaughey's done some really, really great films that are, like, Mud. Just, yeah, just Mud like is some, I, I, I mean, would, just some movies that you wouldn't think he would do, that he's just amazing at. I would love to see Matthew McConaughey in more horror movies. Um, Me too, actually, yeah. I mean, his first movie was was a horror movie, and it wasn't great, but um, <laughs> it got released. Well, like, any kind of movie, he's great. Yeah. Uh, but... Oh, What's it called? Uh, that movie, which was Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The New Generation, um, that didn't come out till years later, and um, and it had what's her name, um, Renee Zellweger in it as well. Oh yeah. And she, right. I, think, I think her people actually fought to get this movie not to be released uh, um, for, I mean, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So. Yeah, but it, then it did, yeah. Yeah, and it did, was- and they're the two names that come out on it, on the titles and all that, because by the time it came out, they were already um, bigger names. Yeah, she probably had Bridget Jones and wanted to, you know, keep that image. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, final... Final things of, of about frailty. Uh, no, uh, it, it's fine for what it is. Um, I don't like this movie that much. Um, I wouldn't watch it again. Um, and I have the yeah. op- opposite opinion. And I think every time you watch it, you'll see something different. And it's actually for me in its genre one of the highest rated, one of my highest rated movies. I rate it probably about the same as imdb um maybe slightly maybe slightly higher just because of all the symbolism and the questions in it and it makes you think i like thought-provoking movies so i you know that's the reason i that's the reason i like it but i also like nick's point of view because it helps me see some of the stuff you know a whole different side of it i'm like you saw like depending on who i'm watching it with or talking about it with I'm going to think different things and see different things. And now when I watch it, I'm going to see some of the stuff Nick said. And and so I think that it's really great to have different perspectives on it. Or perspec- <laughs> perspectives. I, <should> say. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, as far as uh, for me, like I said, I love the movie. Um, it's not a movie that I go around watching all the time. I watch it every year like three times. <laughs> I'm so but- it's weird. Yeah. Uh, 
but when I hear hear someone like I've never seen the movie, I've never heard of it, I'm like, what? Um, like, and I go, you have to watch it, you have to watch it. Yep. Or um, like just yesterday at work, someone um, at work was like, all of a sudden, all right, all right, all right. That's hilarious. And I, and I started, I started laughing. And I'm like, um, I, I just rewatched Frailty, and they're like, what, what, what movie is that? I'm like, what? You haven't seen Frailty? And then I asked one of the other coworkers there. He goes, Have you seen Frailty? And she was like, Yes, I love it. Um, and she said the same thing. He goes, You have to watch that movie a couple of times because yep. every single time you see it is something different. I've actually uh, just this week because we talked about doing this, got like three or four different people to watch it, and they obviously everybody has different opinions on it and then yeah. a couple people that took your poll that i that i reposted um messaged me and said i love that movie and then I, you know i was kind of watching the poll numbers so people had either never seen it or they really liked it and at least it's at least it's polarizing so i think so, a few people were gonna watch it which is you know i'm interested to see what they think about it yeah, um, like I said, I wasn't too surprised that most of the, uh, um, like I said, it wasn't a lot of votes, but 45% of the people who voted did, uh, said that they'd never heard of it. Um, and I was kind of expecting that. I, um, I don't know why I, that's what I was expecting, but. I mean, if you ask them if they've seen Saul or like the Saul series, most people have seen it because it was big, bigger box office and it ha- it's got multiple movies. And like you said, this is a, a smaller film, more obscure. Um, I, I always recommend it, but I always recommend The Shining too. So it, yeah. it's like the TV show or the movie. <laughs> the movie, the movie. <laughs> Which is funny because uh, the, the, the TV, TV show. show I, yeah, I love I love the TV show, but mo- mostly because it's it's a little bit more accurate to the book. Um, but the I, I watch it completely differently. I think it's the guy from Wings. With um, uh, Olive. Oh, Olive. Oh, Olive. oh, by the way. And I just imagine it's imagine that it's those characters doing that. Then it just That's becomes so a really funny movie. By the way, yeah, that is funny. What's her name? What's what's uh what's her name's uh real name? Um. Oh shoot. From yeah, yeah. from uh, from the from the original Shining. Um, yeah. Duvall. Shelley Duvall. Shelley. Uh, yeah. She lives around. She lives around the area too, uh, where I live. The company I work for, we do. It's called Texas Timber Frames, and we do uh, frames for houses, like just old school um, timber. And cool. um, they were telling me a couple of years ago they actually did her house, and that they met her, and that she's batshit crazy. <laughs> oh. Wait, you know, that, made, that movie would have made me crazy. Yes, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a sponsorship, guys. Sponsored by. Sponsored by. Actually, not yeah. sponsored. Actually, not sponsored by. They're not oh. going to give me any money. No. <laughs> well, they already do, but that's. Oh well. True. 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 That. true. that is true. So, so yes, hashtag sponsored. Uh, I don't want to get in trouble for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edit. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah. So I yeah, think, he's, he's batshit crazy. Movie. Yeah, watch it or don't watch it. I I say watch it. I I um if you want a movie that is is I say it's great. I know it might not be great to everybody, but I say it's great. I say watch it. Um, I do too. I absolutely say watch it. Watch it with an open mind, and you're you're gonna go one direction or the other. Watch it with more than one person as well. Don't watch it by yourself. Exactly. It's, 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 horror movies are always better watching it with other people. Absolutely. So, um, 
do we have any consensus on what other movie we want to be doing? Or uh, well, let's do it first this way. No, I have a question for you. Well, I probably can ask you offline. Uh, Just horror movies or horror shows as well? Oh, shows as well. Shows as well. Um, Guys, The Exorcist is killing it. I've heard that, but I haven't seen it. Um, Like I I know a friend of mine who's very much into horror as well. Um, He, yeah, he's telling me like the first two episodes were just like on point just very good oh my gosh last night was the third episode i'm just letting you guys know like you need to watch it it's- i started watching it twice the first episode but i keep getting busy and i'm like oh i need to get back to watching it um, yes but i have good. heard that it's pretty it's good. good but uh, supernatural just started again and the strain is still going on see there's so many when it yeah. comes to the, the tv shows it's real hard for me to get into the tv shows or not because i don't like them but because Time to uh, time. Try, try out yep. time. Um, mm-hmm. Movies I can just um, watch one or t- uh, two hours and then you're done uh, unless, it's, now there's unless a, it's a series. There's a new Ouija movie coming out or Ouija. Uh, am I saying that right? Ouija. It's it's a new one that they say is going to be very very scary, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's not out yet. Is it is it a part two? Is it the one that came out? It is, but I think it's done by the people who did The Conjuring. So I'm oh, not. Okay. Oh, I don't like. I, I don't movie. think it's the same people. Nick doesn't like uh, the the shock horror movies, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see Conjuring yeah. being shock horror. I don't know. No, I the con. I, I thought there was some scary stuff in The Conjuring, but like I'm like you, like the real stuff that could happen scares me way more. <laughs> I, I like. Um, I just like movies with a lot of tension throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I've mentioned this movie before, I think even on the podcast. But have you ever seen The Witch? Oh yes, uh, I haven't seen movie. it yet. Um, oh, I know you told me. I, I think it was supposed to be like our our second episode, but we just got. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't want to watch it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> gonna, no, it like, wasn't that I wanted. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. I think yeah, uh, well, that's the kind of movie that I like. It's just it sort of builds slowly, and it just yep. keeps building and building. Until, like, this explosive conclusion in the end. Yes. You know, yes. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, Nick, that's one of my, that's a, one of my favorite scary movies, too. Yeah, yeah. and it's very recent, which, yeah. like, most nowadays, it's mostly just those, you know, shock horror movies and, and those paranormal activities horror Yeah, things. I'm like, eh, that stuff doesn't scare me. No. Yeah, I, I well, think I've seen It scares me with jump scares, but I don't. Yeah, it doesn't interest me. I saw the first Paranormal Activity barely, like two years after it came out, and and then it. I never watched anyone after that. Um, kind of like Blair Witch, that like, that made me motion sick to watch. But the first Blair Witch, I was motion sick the entire movie. I love the Blair. Witch. I know I loved it. I loved it, but I get motion sick, so I'm like, um, you do you really want to watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, have you so seen like, the? <laughs> Have you seen I the, remember, the um, sequel? Well, the third, I guess, the second sequel. No, I haven't seen it yet. It's a remake. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's not a remake. It's it's um, it's the younger sister or younger brother of one of the of the three people from the original movie. Oh, who, really? Who all of a sudden kind of uh, comes upon this video that shows that they might right. not be dead. So they go out to, to investigate, and so it's it's more of a direct sequel than the actual sequel that came out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
I, I remember um, when watching the original, um, like the Blair Witch, I watched it with my friends in the movie theater. Yeah, that's what happened to me. And I was... And that was in a time where not even everyone had the internet because I'm very old. Yep. No, I'm very um, old. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I didn't even know, like, it was, like, everywhere told that it was real. Um, At the end, of course, you figure out it's not. By the way, um, it isn't real. The Blair Witch Project (laughs) is a movie. It's not a it's documentary. A well, they, <laughs> right. not only that they they hammer us in that it really happened. They had a website dedicated to to trick you right. into thinking that it was real. So even if you had internet and you ended up on this website, they it was strictly made to make yeah. you believe it was a real thing. And and it and it kind of started the fake documentary thing. You know, the fake documentary whole. Well, the uh, horror version. Horror thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, mockumentaries—that's uh, what they're called. They've that's been the around. Think yeah, that. they've been around since forever. Like this is Spinal Tap is mm-hmm. like one of the oldest ones I know. Oh, um, that's true. Yeah, that that one. Yeah. Yeah, and there's plenty of them. There's even a TV show of those now. Um, but yeah, the, the original movie we saw it in the theaters. Me and a group of friends. We were all teenagers back then. Um, I was still young and full of energy. Uh, so we sat there in the movie theater, you know, very dark. We must be the same age. Well, probably. Packed <laughs> pack theater, everyone's in there, and, like, all of a sudden you see, like, the witch in the end, you know, the the big reveal and the, you know, sneaking up on the camera, like yeah. the jump scare. Because <laughs> there's basically only one real jump scare in that. Yeah. And we just heard the entire back row. Like, just all yell, like, ah! <laughs> like super loud. Have you seen the, the film theory video on the Blur Witch? Um, I can't remember. I don't think I have. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll link it. Uh, and I'll send yeah, you link, link. Um, it. Pretty much, uh, it, I mean, it's not going to spoil the video itself, but it's the whole theory that the Blur Witch um, was actually a plan to from the two guys to kill the girl. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, yeah. Uh, not, not, not that that's cool, but I mean. <laughs> the theory itself. <laughs> right, the theory yeah. itself. I'm sorry. Yeah, I sound like Psycho. Um, no, I know yeah. what you mean. Those uh, kind of theories no, are like always like nice. Uh, yeah, I love reading. The- that's why I like different opinions. I like hearing all the theories that people have behind some of these. And, you know, Stephen King, most of his books came from nightmares and dreams that he had. Yeah, so, or even like uh, it. He says that it's, oh, ki- it's kind of based on a couple of things. Um, yep. I that's think part of it is, is John Wayne Gacy. Uh, or was it Absolutely. before or after? It was af- after. Okay. But I mean, the new It is coming out. Yeah. So, you know. I really, really hope it, that kills. I really hope it does. Um, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for uh, that movie too. for so long. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, because Look, I, the I think whole we, clown thing that's going on is scaring me to death. I think it's a, a – I don't know if it's a political thing. <laughs> a political uh, – I think not it a political. Be, actually. Well, I, I was actually – I I think I was a Freudian slip. I didn't mean political. I meant I meant uh, – uh, what's it called? A um, Viral marketing. There you go. But Viral I see, marketing. But that's see, what – exactly, Nick. But but, but in my head, I, I, I did a slip, and a Freudian slip, and I said political. <laughs> that's a, We all do that lately. It's weird because I knew what you meant. 
Yeah. But um, be glad you be glad you're in the Netherlands, Nick. Yeah. Well, no, they're they're spreading to Europe now. Yeah. Well, I know about it, but our elections are like a bit further away. No, no. Uh, I mean the clowns are. They're they're, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was making a here, like joke. in the next town over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the whole scary clown thing, like. That's not cool. That's so not cool because it's one of the scariest. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it scares me. We actually have sewer drains here, like in some areas, and I'm just like that. That's not okay on Halloween night. Oh, yeah, we don't have those. But uh, what I, the the point of why I brought up it is because um, I read somewhere where where he says that I think he got a little bit of from the John Wayne Gacy thing, but he said he was walking over this crickety. Um, I don't know if it was a a, a deck or a a bridge, and he it reminded him of the troll, you know the. the I the, think the it's a, it was a bridge, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, how how where would it be if if there was something living under here that not only just attacked kids, but it it, it really just got to you uh, at your worst fears and and it went after exactly. you exactly. Really. And then and it fed off your fear. Not only so it kind of it's kind of like the troll underneath the bridge. Uh, uh, He's the so Wayne good Gracie. at that. And so he he and even um, I don't know if you ever watched Cell. Uh, we watched um, yes. Nick, Nick and I actually have a a lost episode of of um, Nerds in the Crypt for Cell because but we didn't put it out because oh. we um, did it's you like horrible. it? We we didn't like it. We didn't like it. Um. And not only that, it was just it was kind of like each time we tried to record it, something was happening with the uh, with yeah the connection. So it was like it, oh, was, wow. it was it wasn't meant to be for us to send that out um, into the wow. podcast world. I would absolutely the the witch would be a good one after if, if yeah. you see it, you watch we it. Were, I watch it again. Like I said, we were supposed to do the witch, and then we'd act, we sale came out, and we wanted to do that. We recorded yep. that, and then. Um, I'm, and then I told Nick, well, Nick, we're, we're called Nerds from the Crypt. Um, we should probably do a Tales from the Crypt movie. So we did that. <laughs> we, right, right. We did that one. Um, so, yeah. Um, I want to, um, like I said, uh, just real quick here. Is there any movies that you're looking forward to looking in, uh, seeing the next couple of days, couple of weeks, other than The Witch again? Let's see. I'm um I'm it's rewatching some of the strain because um I've was reading on the internet that there's a lot of things in the new season that are like callbacks to the first two seasons. So now I'm sort of going back to the first two seasons. Um it's like very cool, like this one guy says like, Oh yeah, um um this guy that I, you know, that I stole this sword from, I chopped him up and um, dumped his body in the North Sea. And then sort of in season, um, no, in season one, he says that. And in season three, you actually see the story where he finds the guy and chops him up and dumps him into the North Sea. So it, it's very like those season long sort of. You know, callbacks yeah. are really awesome. So there's this small list that I'm following. Just um, as far as upcoming movies that are coming out or that have just come out, the Origin of Evil uh, Ouija movie, The Boy, that was interesting. I the I think The Conjuring Two is coming out, and Don't Breathe. I don't know if you've seen that, but I've I seen have, it. I haven't seen it, but I know I want I want to watch it. 
Yeah, don't breathe. It. I saw it in the theater. I talked. I actually talked my husband to take me to see it. Um, he's like he doesn't watch horror movies, and it's it's okay. You know, I'm gonna say I think it's like it should be on the on direct um, like um, internet. Yeah, video on demand. Yeah, we have a different system here, but yeah. Um, it actually did great on IMDb if you if you check it out. I, for for it being like a crime film and a thriller, it it did well. Yeah, and it's made by the guys that made the um, Evil Dead movie, like the remake or the oh, Alvarez or uh, who was that? Yeah, I can't remember who can't it remember. is. I can't remember who. It I is. just know it's the same people. <laughs> so, yeah, but um, it, but it it was like a ten million dollar budget movie that made like a hundred and forty million. So well, yeah. so um, movie that I just recently watched and I actually had told Shell about it. Um, and I think I told uh, Nick about it. it was Clown? Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, it's not a great movie, but it's one of those bad movies that you that I like. Um, it's it's uh, it's actually a bit creepier than I thought it was going to be, and actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but it's not a great movie at all either. It's not a good movie. It's just a bad movie that is enjoyable to watch. So um, I would recommend someone uh, who has time, just re- just some time. I wouldn't say go out there and look for it. If if you, uh, if you don't, if you have it available, I say watch it and you have the time to watch it. Um, I'll be watching The Witch for the next episode. Um, yes. Not exactly I will sure. Definitely. Not exactly sure how the release time for these episodes are going to be, um, but as we make time, we'll be recording them. Um, and also, I have another series that. I'm planning to be, be making it. Once again, it's not going to be a regular kind of a series, but it's it's still horror uh, horror movie related. But it's more looking into the the real stories uh, based on uh, that are, some movies are based on, like uh, true crime stuff. Or? Uh, well, just as a as a preview. Um, yeah. The like the Chucky doll. It's oh, actually yeah, yeah, based. I love that. Yeah. Uh, it's actually okay. based on a r- real doll. Uh, whether you believe in what they say it's actually doing or anything is another thing but um well i'm going to be looking into that story and then going over a movie that is based on that that certain um, you 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 got me looking into that whole story now (laughs) (laughs) i've been robert yeah i've been like watching and reading about it so Um, so yeah so um i um Look forward and look, look look for that in, in the future. It's not going to be too long. I think they're going to be like uh, eight ten minute videos and stuff like that at the most. Cool. So um, and actually, there's I'm going to have to make a video that's actually related to frailty. So um, later on in the in the future, and I'll, I'll bring it I'll bring it back to to this episode. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, I'd say we go ahead and leave it there. Uh, so where can people contact you if uh, on Twitter or? Um, on Twitter, it's at TVGal, T-V-G-A-L-87. And that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I I mostly just use that. And then, um, yeah, I, I mostly just use Twitter. Nick? Um, it's at SickMindNick. And you can find um, me. I'm yeah, I'm all there. No, no, <laughs> Um, and you can find me on Twitter and the various social media sites, uh, Facebook and um, even Snapchat, Instagram, at Perspective. I don't really use much of the other ones other than Facebook and on Twitter, but 
um, at Perspective. All our Twitter handles will be on the screen or on the title and the text of the episode. Let us know what you think of this episode. Let us think, know what we can do to improve the episode itself. Remember to subscribe or um, and da- keep downloading and watching the videos to help us out here. <laughs> so you right, have a Snapchat? I have a Snapchat that gets used like maybe once every two months or something like that. Is it like pictures of you turning into a dog? Uh, no. <laughs> that's what kids do these days, right? They change into dogs? That's the real horror. <laughs> That is the real horror. It's like an American <laughs> werewolf in London, except you oh turn my gosh, like I love a that movie. Dalmatian. It's a little puppy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, we'll leave it there. We'll see you guys next time with The Witch. It was great talking to you guys. See you. See Thank you, guys. you so much. Bye.